We're going to do a little role playing here. Is that all right with you, Jacob? I depends on what it is, honestly. But go ahead. Okay. I'm going to be the American and you're going to be the European. Sure. Hey, dude. Did you watch the Super Bowl on Sunday? Nah, mate. Us Europeans don't really care about American football. Fake football, innit? I... Come on, that's not fair. You're being an elitist European again. Well, I'm just stating the facts here. No ifs, buts, or maybes. You Americans always rave about the Super Bowl every year, but the World Cup, which happens in a mere quarter of the frequency in which the Super Bowl happens, has about 10 times the viewership of the Super Bowl. 1.1 billion to just 123 million. Real football is bloody massive, mate. Ah, but you're forgetting that the 2026 World Cup final is being held at the MetLife Stadium in the grand backyard of New Jersey. Okay, okay. I don't think the stadium has the legitimacy or the prestige to merit a the in front of its name. It's just a MetLife Stadium. It's not the MetLife, like the San Siro. Well, in any case, you Europeans are going to love witnessing the urban sprawl of America. All the McDonald's, unnecessarily wide highway lanes, Oh, and the massive parking lot outside the MetLife. Milan has nothing on East Rutherford. Don't be ridiculous. Anyway, I'm Jacob. And I'm Jayang. And welcome back to the FPL Fortress. Should we get started with our Game Week 24 review? And I, perhaps I, with the, the first game of the weekend, City 2-11? That's, that's a good idea. But I think first you owe the listeners an apology. Why is that? For, for that accent that you just pulled out. I, I put on a majestic theatrical <laughs> performance. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, well, uh, maybe we'll, we'll we'll put a poll in this episode and, and, and we'll let the readers, the, oh, the readers, excuse me, the listeners decide for themselves. See, your accent was so atrocious that it's making my brain foggy. All right. City 2, Everton 0. I woke up to this on, on Saturday morning and, uh, I mean, it was... It was a lovely sight to behold. Um, we, we, we have our number one captaincy option back. He delivered with 13 points. Although up until the 70th minute, it was looking like it was, you know, it might not happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say as someone who had the, the misfortune of being awake to, to, to see the whole thing unfold, it was never as assured as... The, the final score, the final result for Hollands might have, mm. you know, it might have made it seem like. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, up until the breakthrough, Everton were doing a pretty damn good job of holding City back, especially uh, I was hearing a lot of commentary on Jared Bransway. Um, a lot of praise for him, but of course he got completely trampled by Holland for the second goal. But uh, oftentimes, Sean Dyche puts, puts up a uh, pretty robust defense against whenever they play the big six. Um, it might not always result in a, a draw or a win, but uh, it's, it's, it's not necessarily uh, a barnstorming every time. Yeah. I mean, City had a lot of possession, a lot of shots, but didn't really lead to huge goal scoring opportunities really until the two Holland goals, it must be said. Other than... Uh, other than Holland, well, we, of course, Foden um, didn't end up getting any returns. 
it seems or like do you, yeah have, being someone who watched the game do you have uh thoughts on his role and how it, it might have changed again after the hand-trick against Brentford last week? I mean, I, I think he could have been, you know, especially towards the end of the game when the goals actually came in, he could have been a little bit more involved. But I think especially, um, you know, towards the start of the game when, when De Bruyne didn't start, um, when... You know, I mean, City City weren't really at their best. I think Foden was probably one of their more creative players. One of the, the you know, one of the few that was really able to try to break down the Everton defense and try to make something happen. So, you know, I, I think the results weren't quite there, but it wasn't a discouraging performance per se. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Is it really... Is it that when De Bruyne and Foden played together, it kind of there is only room for one of them, kind of, you know what I mean? Because in the Brentford game, De Bruyne took more of a backseat and was kind of put out wide and spamming crosses in, whereas Foden took up the central position. Yeah, well, there's only one ball to go around, and both of them ideally want to be on the ball. But, That's... you know, I, I think both of them are quality players, and at the end of the day, City's attack is better when they both play. And, mm. both of, and you know, for both of them, the more goals City score the more likely it is that they'll, you know, get a, get a return. So it's, it's, it's not something that I would really say is concerning. True. True. Um, is this the death of Alvarez as an asset? I think, I think in terms of, you know, you can only have three city players and relative to the, the other options you have, assuming that Holland is always going to be one. I mean, Foden's making, still making a very good case to be number two. And, you know, De Bruyne is there. You know, there are quite a few good City defenders that, you know, for this run of fixtures, especially with the double coming up, could be hmm. could be useful. So I, I think Alvarez doesn't quite have a spot in our teams at the moment. Right. Yeah. Especially because I'm getting the sense he might stop starting every game just there's only well I, I think to be honest you can get that sense about pretty much any player because i mean I, I think i think city for the first time in a while seemed to be pretty healthy and i don't think anyone injured. what's that i don't think anyone's injured yeah well i, I think Grealish actually did just get injured in the oh. the champions league tie but oh. you know what what that means is that players who you know i, I think for a long time this this season we kind of assume the city players you know unusually so for them are pretty pretty nailed on and i think that assumption is is kind of falling away and we'll talk more about this later but it's just something to keep an eye on yeah all right let's let's move on to another fixture that fpl managers had their eyes peeled for which was liverpool against burnley uh i i don't know i i think there was a lot of narrative building before the game about how company would companies Burnley would you know be pretty gung-ho and open and try to attack Liverpool which would result in a ton of space in behind and Liverpool would just steamroll Burnley but uh, again I don't I'm not sure it was an, an utter demolition it, it was it was comfortable it was comfortable yeah. you know Liverpool were clearly the better team I don't think the result was ever really in doubt 
But, you know, I mean, it wasn't a completely overwhelming performance. You know, I mean, Liverpool definitely did. You know, they put up almost three XG, which is quite a lot. But, you know, it, it's not like Burnley were completely played off the pitch. I mean, they, they put up 1.3 XG of their own. Yeah. I, I will say I am. Just maybe given the anticipation that had been built up before the game week, I, I am slightly disappointed with just seven points for Jota and six points for, for Darwin, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't think it necessarily dampens my hopes for the, for the double. Yeah, I think that's fair. I will say I'm disappointed with the four points from Trent, mostly because, mm. you know, the, the reason he couldn't put up a full 90 is because he got injured and that injury now has him as as quite doubtful for this upcoming double game week. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Big concern. Unfortunate. Which we will talk about yeah. later as well. Uh West Ham just okay. Well, this this one was another demolition uh by Arsenal. Uh I, I it was just destruction, really. Yeah, that's 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 fair. I mean, Arsenal were just, I mean, better in pretty much every way. I think. Yeah. You know, it, it's honestly hard to find fault with any Arsenal player. It's hard to find any redeeming qualities that any West Ham player had that game. Well, interestingly, you say you can't find any fault with uh, with the Arsenal team. I there 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 were screenshots circulating of the the Fat Mob lineup of Arsenal. Um, and I mean, one can clearly see that every single player uh, on the right side of the pitch, inc- including Gabriel, who played left center back, um, got a goal contribution at least. Whereas the entire left hand side, Marnelli, Haverton, and Kiwior, uh, left left with nothing. And that, I mean, once again, is I, I mean quite telling. I think of the dissatisfaction yeah. that Arsenal fans have had this entire season uh, with that left center midfield. Uh, position um, with with Jacka obviously departing um, and and Havertz I don't know I again it's it seems like he gets he's been gen, generally the the discourse around him has been I think trended more positively but I think the things that people are praising him for are kind of I don't know it's like we've almost lowered our expectations for him you know that's probably fair yeah I mean I th- I think. It is hard to to understand why Havertz is playing in the position that he's playing for Arsenal. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, he's he's replacing Granit Xhaka, who's a much more traditional left center mid. And I mean, Havertz, he's really a converted forward in some ways. It seems really like his his ideal role is as some sort of second striker. And it's it's just a curious decision to play someone with, with that type of profile, you know, great at, you know, surging forwards on the ball, but not, you know, almost the opposite of Odegaard in many ways. What when it, it really seems like in many ways Odegaard fits what Arsenal wants to do a lot better. I mean, I don't know if you can have two Odegaards in the same midfield. I mean, perhaps, but when the actual Odegaard is chipping in two assists and the the non-Odegaard is not. It seems like you'd almost be better off with another Odegaard-type player. 
I mean, I could be wrong about that, but it's just the the impression that I get. I one must one must question why Arteta has been so reluctant to to play Smith Rowe more regularly. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some other notes about this game. Both Gabriel and Saliba scored. Uh, I was that big twelve pointers. On it, really delighted, and of course Saka. I mean, it is starting to come good again. I think. Well, obviously there was that period of time where we kind of he was quite bummy, but and and like yeah, I like admittedly I think we were both and just like just the soccer community at large were drilling into him, but I I don't I don't know if anyone and like saying that oh he's he's finally over he's been exposed, but I I don't know if any of us seriously thought that he would continuously be a bum for. Know, an extended period of time yeah i mean i think i think the the discourse that you know happened on on this podcast was not that saka is a bum it's more that saka has been playing like a bum for a longer period of time that we would have expected exactly you know and and given the the heights that he had reached in in you know earlier seasons at, at a very young age it it you know it was always you know pretty unlikely that he would just take such a huge step back and you know i mean i, I think he would be the first to admit that his, his first half was not his best form but it's it's you know i i think we shouldn't view this as some sort of we should probably view it as the first step to returning to the type of player we know he can be i think you're spot on there spot on there now his counterpart on the left wing. We we know Martinelli can do it against the big sides, under the bright lights, can come up with winners against City, but he just can't can't seem to do it on a regular old uh, regular old regular old weekend trip uh, to Stadpad. Yeah, it's 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 strange. I mean, I I think Martinelli's honestly a pretty good player. Yeah, I mean yeah. I mean he's quick he's you know somewhat good at dribbling he's a very good shooter yeah but it just it just doesn't quite work yeah super direct as well i'll say and i don't know he's definitely suffering as a result of the left-hand side dynamic of arsenal being a bit the Havertz dynamic sure, <laughs> sure. i mean i guess last season what last season it was uh the left back was was Zinchenko for most of the season, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe it's just, yeah. I probably it's just a Havertz thing, honestly. But uh, yeah. But uh, oh yes, but um, uh, they potentially Arsenal are getting a new left winger potentially. There 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 are rumors. There are rumors. Uh, well, there's there's one that's become available recently. On the market, I I heard he's French. Heard I heard he he played for PSG. I heard he scored a hat trick in the World Cup final in twenty twenty two. I heard that wasn't even the first time he'd played in the World Cup final. I I heard he won the World Cup the first time he played in the World Cup final. I heard that that Kylian Mbappe is is leaving PSG, and. Might be might be on the move to the Premier League. Hmm. That would be big. 
I mean, I mean, obviously for the Premier League, that would be a seismic, seismic shift in the landscape of the league. But can we, should we should we take a moment to talk about what it can mean for FPL? Sure, sure. Uh, well, first of all, we. I was going to make a bad joke about him being a backup to Martinelli, but let's let's not. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think it'll be another premium. Do you think it'll be a midfielder or a forward? Actually, I was going to say instantly. Midfielder. I I assumed he'd be a forward, to be honest. I no, but... I guess he, in my mind, he's a left winger. But. In in my mind, he's like the left in a front two, the left striker. I don't know. I don't know. I, I could see it going either way, but he does feel like a forward more to me. That's fair. A left in a front two, so like a poor man's Ollie Watkins is what I'm <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I mean, we've already got him, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if, if he does go to Arsenal, the, the parallels to Henri are. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think it could be huge for his career if he goes to Arsenal and Arsenal actually wins something with him. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, just it, it doesn't really seem like Arsenal at the moment are capable of reaching those heights. And I, I think, I mean, I think Liverpool is really the other place that's been tossed around a lot. But we, we've seen Liverpool win. You know, I mean, it would certainly be impressive, especially without, you know, after Klopp. But it, it wouldn't be unheard of. But, I mean, t- taking a club who really is, has looked well off it for quite a while now, and maybe is on the up a little bit, but doesn't really seem like, you know, they're at that level. And and really getting them over the hump would be a huge accomplishment, in my opinion. For sure. For sure. Shall we move on to our dilemma deliberations? Let's do it. All right. So, as we alluded to earlier, uh, should we talk about Liverpool or City first? Let's let's talk about Liverpool. Let's talk about a few other players. So, obviously, double coming up against uh, Brentford and... Oh, my God. It's eluding me. Luton Town. That's right. Luton. So, yeah, so, I, I mean, many different questions I could ask, but I guess we can start with Trent. Uh, would you would you get a replacement from Liverpool? Yeah, I mean, as, as we mentioned before, Trent uh, re-aggravated his injury from a few weeks ago, and now, you know, seems to be out for perhaps an extended period of time. And, I mean... Honestly, even if he's just out for the double, I think I would probably get him out because he's blanking in 26. He's very likely to to blank again in 29. And I just, I just don't think it makes sense to, to have that player. But that just isn't going to be available for such a huge part, such a huge portion of when you need him to be. Yeah. So... Would it be Van Dyke, Connor Bradley, perhaps? I, I think, I mean, if Trent's out for a while, then I think it could be Connor Bradley. I think, I think getting a city defender honestly could make sense. Hmm. If you have two city players right now, 
I think Ake is probably the standout option. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I will say about Bradley, though, I think Gomez can also play right back now that Robertson is back. Do you think Robertson's an option? Ooh. Oh, I don't know. I mean, he we haven't we just haven't really thought about him as you know being at that level this this season really. I mean, we yeah. know in the past that he's you know been able to chip in ten assists in the season, but I don't know. He, he maybe just doesn't have that role in the team anymore. I mean, like, he only he doesn't have an assist this year, to be quite honest. I, I how many games did he play before he got injured? He's put up nine point six. 90 minutes. Okay. Yeah, I, I just... And he has one goal and no assists. One goal. Oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I just think... <laughs> in my entire time playing FPL, I think I started... Oh, I guess... I don't know. He's always just been overshadowed by Trent for me. Yeah. Uh, and I, I guess we, we haven't had that much... Like that pro... Ah, grammar that prolonged of a period of time where if any where Trent's out and Robertson is playing like is there like a sample for that not that I can think of to be honest so I'm kind of uncertain about the role but... it's fair that's fair it's fair I mean I think the Robertson's more uh you now have the money and you know what he's done in the past yeah. but it just we haven't seen enough this year, I think, to, to make him a realistic option. Yeah. In between between Roberts and, and Van Dyke, they're the same price. I think you'd probably just go for the security. Yeah, yeah. So I think in conclusion, you know, if, if it turns out for a while, investigate the cheaper assets, the cheaper overall assets. And if it's only, you know, a bit shorter term, uh either Van Dyke or Ake makes sense. Well, I, I'm not sure about investing in a cheaper like what what? I mean, if if you you don't you don't think Connor Bradley's an option at all? If I, I'm just if worried, he, about, he's out for a while. I'm worried about Gomez. It's that's out. That's out. Even if even if Trent's out for like a long time, I don't see why you can't wouldn't go for Van Dyke or a City defender either way. I mean, I think I think it's more Trent out for a long time opens up the possibility of the cheaper ones. I'm yeah. Fair enough. Uh, let's move on to Salah because he's on the grass again and training yeah. again. He's, he's seems like he's back. I I think it's it's probably a bit too too hasty because it it just seems so unlikely that he's gonna get more than like 120 minutes mm-hmm. in the double. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with with the amount of reshuffling you'll have to do in your team, the the blank in 26, the probable blank in 29, I'm just not sure it's it's it quite makes sense at the moment. You think Jota's going to get much more than 120 minutes in the double? I uh, don't see why he wouldn't get most, if not all, the minutes. I guess so. I guess so. Seems like, so are you confident that he starts both and that Darwin starts both and that, or I guess 
Like, what do you think the front three is going to be for those two games? I mean, I, I think I think they're both pretty good bets to make. I mean, I think I think it, it'll be, you know, in the first game of the starting lineup, the the starting front three will probably be Darwin Jota Diaz with yeah. Sal off the bench, and then maybe Salah comes in 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 place of either Jota or Diaz. But Jota's been better than Diaz, so it probably would be Diaz to the bench and Jota on the left. Or I, I I would think Jota up front and Darwin on the left actually. Could be. It could be. It could be. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I safe to say, Salah probably well like will be. I I I think Salah takes some minutes away from Jota, whether we not, like it or not. Maybe some. Maybe some. But it, I, I think, I think it'd just be so difficult to get him into our teams right now. Yeah. That it just, it's just doesn't really make sense for the the limited minutes that'll play, and the blanks. So if you don't own Jota or Darwin, must you get one or both of them in? I think, I think, especially given the the Trent situation. And you know, if, if you only had Trent and now you really don't have anyone, I think it definitely could make sense to get one of them. Cause the the, the concern is, you know, having like having three of them and then you're just not in a great spot for the for the blank in twenty six, especially if you have Palmer, you have Poro or Udoki. But I, I I would say that if you're confident that you can get eleven in in game week twenty six, there's no reason why you can't, you know make a, a one week punt on one of them. Yeah. So which one is more appealing to you? I mean, I I, th- I think in some capacity it's dependent on team and just who, you know, whether you'd rather replace a forward or a midfielder. But purely in a vacuum, I'd probably say Darwin, honestly. Yeah. I think I think believe it or not, his minutes might be a bit more secure. And uh-huh. I mean, they're 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 both very exciting assets, but I don't know. I I have a good feeling about Darwin for the first time in a long time. Interesting. Interesting. He's I I've always had good memories with Darwin because I last season I I think had a one week punt on him and I had him against Southampton and he scored a brace and got thirteen points and I think that's probably the only time I owned him. So I it's 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 been overwhelmingly positive. He's left a good impact. Impression, I should say. Yeah. Yep. I, I, you know, longtime listeners of, of the FPL Fortress will know my reservations about Jota's actual footballing ability. I, I don't think that's fair. I think he's a, a pretty decent player. He has a killer instinct. He can poach, and he's he's, he's probably the best shooter. At Liverpool, in terms of you know shooting ability, might be right. He might be better than Salah in that regard. You, that's very possible, actually. I know. I I, I think he's a definitely better FPL asset than player, but a good FPL asset. Yeah, I don't dispute that. I just think as a player, he can't really do all that much besides finish, which is very important and makes him useful for what he does. But yeah. All right, do we feel like it's time to move on from Liverpool? I think so. 
to their to their rivals in light blue city yeah i mean they're they're in some ways are almost as many questions about city i think and it's it's you know i think so much of it goes back to what we talked about earlier that the 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 pepper roulette might be you know up and running again now that now that players are healthy but i i think there's still hmm. I was going to say, you, you you still get a sense of what the first choice team is, but I'm not sure that's true. Do you, do you think if you were to, were, would you be able to confidently say what Pep thinks or what you think your first choice 11 is? I mean, I think, I think it's difficult to say exactly what Pep thinks. I mean, do you, do you want me to try to give it a go? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would say. You know, obviously, you know, Ed- Ederson goal, I think, you know, for the moment at least, it's it's probably definitely, you know, Stones, Diaz, Ake at the back. If if that's the front three, sorry, that's if that's the back three, then, you know, it is what it is. I, I, could, I could see Stones moving into midfield and Walker coming, coming back to, to the right back spot, which, you know, I think maybe in the big games will do. So then you get Walker, Diaz, Ake in the back three, Rodri Stones in the midfield. Um, some some combination of, you know, Foden, De Bruyne, Alvarez, and probably Grealish, who just got hurt, as the front, as the, the you know, the four behind Holland. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right. I. So, so does that... I, I mean, I guess it is pretty clear, though. Um, I mean, it it is, but there there will be rotation. Yeah, and you know, so sometimes he'll he'll want that, you know, the best eleven to start in the the Champions League game, or maybe an FA Cup semifinal down the road, or something yeah. else that will that will cause rotation. Sure, sure. But even I I I seem to remember last season, because Pepper Roulette's always been a thing, but. Maybe last season, maybe the season before. I just it wasn't like Pep really didn't rotate as much as we thought he would. Do you remember that? I mean, not not quite as much, but at the end of the day, when Pep has more than enough players to work with, he will rotate them in now to some yeah. capacity. That's fair. That's fair. Um. So it's looking like a. A Holland, a Foden, and a team. Dependent. Oh, actually, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I, I think I completely forgot about Bernard and Silva. Oh, I, I, I think I think probably instead of Alvarez, he'd start there. Uh, wow, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, just goes to show how many options he has at his disposal. Totally, totally. So it's, I, it's looking like you're gonna want a Holland, you're gonna want a Foden, and. If possible, you're probably going to want a De Bruyne for the double at least. I, I, I um, yeah. I I think I think it's it's very interesting. I I think I might consider it. I'll, I'll probably get one of De Bruyne and Nathan Ake in. Because mm. I mean I can only fit one, but I'll probably try to get a third city player in. It's just tough to tell which one is the right option. 
but I actually I am considering I could do uh Poro to a city defender because Poro blanks next week anyway and city play but, but Bournemouth away yeah it's a possibility Anything else about uh, about City? I think that's it. Okay, so real quick, just uh, I, th- I think that was a pretty good segue to uh, next week. Um, 11 players. I don't think everyone necessarily will be able to get to that without taking hits. Um, how important is that? I think I think when you're planning your decisions right now, I don't think it makes sense to get like an extra to, you know, to take a punt on a player that will cause you to, to lose a fixture for next week. Mm -hmm. So would you, uh, let's see, would you make a transfer um, that like doesn't, no, that that might be a very futile or like a pointless question. I was going to ask like, because obviously you make a transfer if you gain a yeah. fixture. Yeah. If you if it's the equal amount of fixtures, would you just roll instead? I guess it depends on the quality of the fixtures. I mean, if 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 I only have ten, and I'd still have ten next week, but my team this week is getting better. I think it's it's reasonable to make that because you know you'll get one next week to make it to eleven. Hmm. I, I don't I don't think it's so important to to make sure you're stocked up on bench cover. Sure. So should we move on to captaincy? Yeah. So I think the question here is not who, but whether or not uh, triple captain is used. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. I mean. I mean. I mean. Pascal Gross to, to Sheffield United away is, is looking quite tasty, but I think we all know who the, the captaincy option is going to be. Pascal Gross, as you logically underlined just now, obviously. Even especially look at his form. Eleven points, ten points in his last two games. It's it's just ooh, that triple captain that triple captainship is looking so tasty, but I, I just I just don't know if if he's the he's the one. You're uh do, do I just lack faith? I mean, you, you benched him, didn't you? For both of those double digits? Yeah, no, calls? I did. I very much did. And I regret it so much. It's there, Are you going to fall for that? What, what's... what's what's? Uh, no, the phrase is fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. No, we're on, we're on, we're on strike three here. This is... Come on. Double, yeah. double or nothing. Triple or nothing with gross. Yeah, I mean, if I troll Captain or now and he and he pops off again, I can make up for the other two. Yeah, you would, you would. No, uh, <laughs> it's 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 gonna be Holland's, and it seems pretty ideal. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not completely perfect. I think, you know, Chelsea are pretty good defense, and Brentford are an awful one, but. You you can't pee. you can't be too picky with this chip, especially since we don't completely know what 
is awaiting us in the in the future. And this, I mean, it's still two decent fixtures, both at home. Erling Holland. I mean, what more can you ask for? Yeah. And there's another, it's just, you never know what's going to happen in the future, right? Um, yeah. Right now, you know, City are, they, they won 3-1, right? No, 2-1 or 3-1 in the Champions 3-1. League. 3-1. So they again. So they're still in the Champions League. Holland is fit. He's always hungry, so that's not really a, a temporal thing, but uh, two home fixtures looks really friendly to me. It's just so palatable, so much more palatable in my eyes than having... I completely agree. So, are you going to do it? I I don't have it activated right now, but I think right after this I will. Are you? Yeah, I... I, I did activate it like pretty soon after the previous deadline passed. So my busman has him triple captained. And uh, it's, I think it's just a, like, I, there's no way I'm going to be able to bring myself to, to deactivate, I think. Yeah, it, it just seems like you could be put such a bad position if if you mess this one up and don't captain Holland. Yeah, I, I'm reminded of a, 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 a okay, the, the, the relation here might be slightly uh, strained, but I'm reminded of the Chinese adage. <laughs> if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. So if it looks like a good triple captain opportunity and it quacks like a good triple captain opportunity, it's probably a good triple captain opportunity. I, th- I think I think I might follow the the Chinese on this one, you know. Yeah. But I think I think they've they've got it sorted out. We we can be a very wise people. We are a very wise people. All right. So I think that brings us to the end of another episode of the FPL Fortress. Uh a lot, a lot of a lot of fun talking about talking about City, talking about Liverpool. I think this this episode really brought us back to the you know the real power players in the game right now and i enjoy that yeah it really is a is a big two or i guess arsenal are up there yeah 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 we talked about arsenal too there you go yeah i i i should just i just want to mention send out my best wishes to roy hodgson who of course if you haven't heard he had i'm not sure of the exact medical issue but he had to be taken to the hospital from training earlier today uh you know coupled with the unfortunate yet imminent in my opinion uh, announcement of his sacking as palace manager i you know it remains to be seen whether or not those two events are related in some way or not but uh, i i'm wishing him all the best yeah yeah i mean it's it's not not the prettiest way for, for things to unfold. Um, but you know, best wish to him. Best wish to Palace. Hopefully they can perform better in the near future as well. Yeah. But it's 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 unfortunate. Yeah. I mean we Chelsea almost could not beat a palace without Eze Valize and Gohi, and that just would have been a war crime. But yeah. 
yeah, I think I think that's that's about it for me. I don't know if you have any last words for our listeners. No, not at all. Other than uh, hope all the transfers work out. Hope the triple captain works out if you decide to use it. And uh, we are wishing everyone a healthy green arrow. <laughs>